0: This is Rachel Lappin, Project Manager for Calderdale Cultural Destinations. Welcome to day nine of Anne Lister's birthday diary entries, read aloud by some of our friends with connections to Anne from Halifax and all around the world. And so now I am thrilled to hand you over to our 17th reader, reading the diary entry for 1834. And so over to This is Sally Wainwright, writer and executive producer of Gentleman Jack reading Ann Lister's diary entry for 1834, which is a very poignant birthday for her because it's four days after she and Miss Walker took the sacrament together in Holy Trinity Church in Goodrum Gate in York and they were essentially going on a, a, a little tour of North Yorkshire and it's kind of like this was their honeymoon. Thursday, April 3rd, 1834. And Anne starts off in code, same as last night. And what she wrote last night in code was, one goodish one last night, then fell asleep. And what she means by goodish one is a kiss with Miss Walker. And then she goes into plain hand. Well aired, comfortable enough bed the room very small, having used the large good room as my dressing room because the bed had not been slept in of three or four months. Rain in the night and a little this morning after getting up. 52 degrees Fahrenheit at 7.40. Breakfast at 8, out at 9 and a quarter. Took a boy as guide, walked by the house and home terrace, and across fields and down a steep, thick wood, down by the little river Rye, and walked along it, the valley narrow and beautifully wooded in the hackfall style to the little village of Revo, where we came very suddenly, but finally, on the large beautiful remains of the old abbey at eleven. Half an hour there. nave gone, but choir and transepts remaining, the court of the cloisters and what is said to have been the refectory, kitchen, dormitory and priors rooms. Very fine remains, but Elgin Cathedral finer, if I remember it correctly walked from the abbey up the steep carriage road to the far terrace from which you look down almost perpendicularly on the ruin there being a grecian porticoed lodge at each end of the terrace as there is a grecian temple at each end of the home terrace inquired for the fine cypress trees somebody mrs henry belcom or mrs norcliffe had told me were here no such thing two miles from this far lodge on the far terrace, Director Helmsley. Had left the Old Abbey at half past 11 and got back to the Inn at Helmsley at quarter past one. Miss Walker, not seeming tired, paid all and off from there at half past one with the horses to Coxwold. Very steep down Wasp Bank. Alighted at 2.20, 25 minutes at Coxwold Church to see the monument to Bella Seize. She, I think she means Bella size. Falkenberg family, very neat small church, at Byland Abbey in quarter of an hour from Coxwold at three. Fine ruin but nothing to compare with Revo Abbey. Belongs to Mr Stapleton, Martin of Miton, who let some part fall in the other day from taking away some of its stone. Five or six minutes there and then walked to the little inn in the small village of Was, where the horses were gone to bed. Miss Walker lay down, there being a bed in the room, but did not feel particularly tired. Was belongs to Mr Martin Stapleton. He is always in want of the rent the moment it is due. Has nothing in Byland but the Abbey. The property at the inn has 14 acres of land, good, all grass, but pay £56 per annum, besides £3 a year tithe and three guineas for the licence and all taxes, that the place stands then to £80 per annum. 20 minutes there and off at 340 drove through the village of Ampliforth and alighted at the Roman Catholic College about near a mile beyond at eight minutes past four. 14 monks, Benedictine, and 40 boys, students, from the college. One of the biggest boys, who would be called a philosopher, would cost everything included, except dancing and perhaps music, 50 pounds a year. Two of the monks, very civil, showed us all over the house, good, airy, neat kept rooms above stairs and below, and everything very nice. Nice garden, beautiful situation and view from the house. About an hour there, and off at five past five, through Hovingham, and not far from there, past at five past six, Slingsby Castle. Not very ancient, but fine looking ruin. Rather house-like, as to large Elizabethan windows. Alighted at Langton at 7.25. Mrs. Norcliffe thought us late. Norcliffe there, and Charlotte, both going to York tomorrow. I-N at Croft. Isabella Norcliffe at Croft. Dressed. And then in code. Went to Charlotte for a moment. What did I bring Miss Walker for? They said she was crazy and she, Charlotte, believed it. I merely said, no, if I had thought her so, should not have taken her there. Then back into plain hand. Dressed. tea about eight and three quarters. Norcliffe went just before Miss Walker went to her room at 10.35. Mrs Norcliffe stayed an hour after, and then she and C.N., Charlotte Norcliffe, and I, went upstairs. And C.N. stayed talking to me in my dressing room, that of the white room, from 11.35 to 5 past 1. And then in code, thanked her very much for what she had said, though she seemed ashamed of it, explained and said I thought of settling with Miss Walker. Cien thought I had better not to determine too soon, but take time to let it amalgamate gradually. I said it had already been amalgamating the last 18 months, and I thought that long enough. And I thought I had made up my mind, but begged Charlotte not to name it. Nobody was so much in my confidence as she. She thanked me and said she had no idea I knew Miss Walker so intimately or would not have said what she did. She and Mrs. Norcliffe and I had had a good deal of conversation about her before coming upstairs. They said she ought to visit, and I know not what, which I combated and said if I could not manage York society comfortably for her, I could ask Lady Stuart dorothy who I was sure would be all kindness. This seemed a surprise upon them. Mrs. Norcliffe said I should make Miss Walker unhappy by so taking her out of her own line but they soon began to see I was not to be talked out of it. Charlotte said she understood Miss Walker had 15,000 a year. Yes, said I calmly. She has. Then back into plain hand. Found Miss Walker asleep, but she roused up and we had a long talk, then incurred again. Told her all I very well could. And in plain hand, very fine day. And then just out of interest, Anne and Miss Walker go on to have a kiss that night. And ditto the next morning.